Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. We continue to mock the 2012 NBA draft here, and we've already had three selections in our first-round lottery. Of course, the New Orleans Hornets won the lottery, and they have selected Anthony Davis of Kentucky. Thomas Robinson went second, of course, the forward from Kansas, and then Mike Wise, our friend from the Washington Post, took Michael Kidd-Gilchrist of Kentucky. So those three guys are off the board, and now we come to the fourth pick, of the 2012 NBA draft, and that belongs to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And to help us with their selection, Jason Lloyd from the Akron Beacon Journal uh, comes by to uh, tell us about the Cavaliers. And, and Jason, watching the Cavs last year, I think it was, it was painfully evident that when Kyrie Irving was healthy, uh, they were a competitive ball club, but without him, they really, really struggled. But they, they found a player, I think, that even though he had that, you know, small sample size coming uh, coming into the NBA, he's a guy that knows how to play, and he's going to make that team better for years to come. No question. The Cavs were thrilled to, to land him with the number one pick. And talking to general manager Chris Grant and coach Byron Scott, when they brought him in for workouts last year, uh, Byron was just dazzled by him. He, he said he just walked away saying, wow, this kid can play. And, and like you said, there was such a small sample size because of the toe injury at Duke. A lot of people around the country weren't really sure what the Cavs were getting, but the Cavs knew exactly what they were getting. And I'd say right now he's, he's easily a top 10-point guard in the league already, probably top seven. And he's already they're talking Olympics already four years from now. He'll be one of the point guards on the Olympic team. So the Cavs really kind of fell into one there and, and, and are thrilled to come away with Kyrie out of that draft. Who else would you say that if, if you were to, uh, you know, get Byron Scott to give you a, a, a very honest opinion, who else are the players on that roster that you think they want to build around in years to come? Well, if you know Byron, <laughs> you don't have to give him much truth serum. Byron's pretty much a straight shooter to begin with. Uh, they, they're, they're real high on Tristan Thompson, who they got with the fourth pick last year. They like him a lot. Now, if Tristan came out in this draft, would he be the number four pick? No. No, he wouldn't be. But he's probably a top 15 guy, uh, very athletic power forward. Offensive game needs a lot of work, but he's, he's happy to put the work in. He really improved his free throw shooting as the year went on last year. That was a big sticking point for them. Uh, so they like him a lot. Anderson Verizhao they really like, but Andy can't stay healthy. He's missed half the season in the last two years with uh, an ankle injury and, and then with a fractured wrist. So the big problem for him is just staying healthy, keeping him on the court and keeping him healthy. And beyond that, there's really not a lot of pieces. They like Alonzo G. Uh, he's a small forward, restricted free agent, came up through the D-League, undrafted guy that's worked hard to get where he is. He started a lot last year. He's probably on a good team. He's probably a rotation guy, maybe a top eight or nine guy. they got to see if they can lock him up because uh, he is restricted this year, see if they can bring him back. And beyond that, there's not really a whole lot there. Uh, the, the canvas is sort of clean outside of the point guard. Uh, they can really go in pretty much any direction in this draft because they need help everywhere. Obviously, Kyrie is set, and beyond that, uh, they could upgrade at pretty much every position on the roster. Tell me about the uh, – you look at Antoine Jameson. Does he have a future there? No. Antoine uh, made it pretty clear toward the end of the season he was done. Uh, and, and Antoine was a pro's pro the entire time he was here. He, he got dealt a bad hand. You know, he came to Cleveland expecting to be the final piece for a championship, and obviously it all unraveled in, in 2010, fell apart on him, and suddenly he was the, the last man standing when LeBron left town and some of the other guys were traded away. Uh, Antoine had to take on the role, kind of what he did in Washington, of holding everything together while everything else was falling, around, falling apart around him. So and, and it was time for him to move on. He pretty much made it clear that he, he needs a change of scenery. The Cavs need a change of scenery. They have Tristan Thompson in place as their power forward for now. 
uh, and, and Antoine wants to go somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if he landed in Charlotte. Uh, he he kind of hinted at that. He'd like to go home and, and play with the home team, see his kids a little bit more often, bring his kids to the game a little bit more often. So Antoine's days in Cleveland are definitely over. So uh, if you were to look at Cleveland, to me, a lot of ways uh, when you, you're in a draft and there's plateaus, obviously there's Anthony Davis and there's going to be the second plateau, which the Cavaliers will find a player in there. But a lot of times I think that the team that has like the fourth or fifth pick, they tend to, to set the tone for the rest of the lottery because if they go big, maybe there's a run on big guys. And if not, there's a, you know, so, so the, and the Cavaliers, as you point out, with the exception of point guard, could use help in just about any area. So they, they kind of hold the key maybe to this lottery. Yeah, and, you know, if the draft goes the way that uh, your mock has gone, it brings up a couple interesting scenarios. Uh, they like Bradley Beal a lot, the kid from Florida, but they don't like small guards. Chris Grant likes his guards to be a little bit bigger in the backcourt. So it's going to be really interesting to see where Bradley Beal measures, and I think a lot of teams probably feel that way. If he checks in 6'3 and a half, 6'4", uh, you know, a lot of teams will maybe breathe a little bit of sigh of relief, and he's going to climb up some boards. But if he's checking in around 6'2", like I'm thinking he's going to, it's kind of small to be playing the two-guard in the NBA. Uh, and he may slip on some some teams. And Andre Drummond's another one. You know, he's probably the biggest enigma in this draft. Teams are terrified of him, but the Cavs are intrigued. They love his physical ability that he brings, and they're taking a long, hard look at him right now uh, just to see mentally what's there and, and the motivation issues that have been that have come up in the past and his motor issues. And, you know, if you go back a couple of years ago, J.J. Hickson had a lot of those same problems, and Byron got quite a bit out of J.J. He pulled most out of J.J. that you could get. And if the Cavs believe that uh, Drummond is just a motivation thing and they think that Byron can reach him, I think that they would probably, they might really consider pulling the trigger on him uh, at, at number four. And then, of course, Harrison Barnes, uh, they liked him a lot last year. It was kind of a blow to them when he went back in the draft or when he went back to college after last year because they were targeting him with one of their first picks uh, in the draft last year. So for him to be back there is very intriguing to them. He doesn't handle the ball very well, but their thinking is with, with Kyrie on the floor, he's not going to have to handle the ball very much, and he brings the size and the shooting ability that this team desperately needs. Jason, before I ask you to make the selection, uh, a question about the, the the psyche of the Cleveland fan right now, with, with considering the Cavaliers. Obviously, the LeBron thing is a is a wound that's going to be there for a long, long time. But are they starting to kind of settle in for a post-LeBron era with this team? Yeah, fans are starting to get excited. They were really getting excited. It really kind of turned the corner when they won the lottery last year. When that when that pick from the Clippers turned into Kyrie, and they had they went into last draft with the number one and four picks, fans around here are smart enough to know they weren't going to fix everything in a year, and they're really okay if the team tanks again next year and they're not very good next year, and they get another high pick. The Cavs have made it very clear that they're all about this Oklahoma City model of collecting these top five picks and and putting something together and trying to make it go. They don't want one or two pieces; they want three or four pieces of, of reliable guys that they can count on. And, and the fans have bought into that. And watching the progression of Kyrie this year, watching Tristan's development, knowing that they've got a number, another number four pick coming this year and a number 24 pick later on in the draft, they're starting to, they're starting to buy into this team. There's, there's still a long ways to go. Like I said, there, there's, this draft isn't going to solve all of their problems. But the fans have supported them all along. The Cavs outdrew two or three playoff teams from last year. Uh, they've loved Dan Gilbert. They love the owner. And then they're staying behind this team, and then they're they're expecting better things to come. 
And it's a fun uh, building to announce, and when the other team's on the free throw line to get the crowd to boo, they show a picture of the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. It's always, you know, Something's never you can't, changed. You can't, you can't beat that. You know, it just, it's just can't make stuff like that up. Jason Lloyd from the Akron Beacon Journal. Anthony Davis is gone. He's in New Orleans. Thomas Robinson has been picked by Charlotte. Uh, Mike Wise from the Washington Post took Michael Kidd, Gilchrist of Kentucky. So the Cleveland Cavaliers with the fourth pick of the 2012 NBA draft. Select Harrison Barnes. I think they're going to take a long, hard look at, at Drummond, but at the end of the day, if Barnes came out last year, they would have taken him with the fourth pick and the fact that he's there now. Uh, I think he's their guy. They're going to plug him in a small forward and let him stay there for the next 10 years. And so then, basically, in, in a sense, you've had, you could have the uh, three and four spot if, if Tristan Thompson continues to make progress, three and four and one taking care of for a long time. Yeah, and if Andy stays healthy, they're comfortable with Andy at the five, uh, and they're they're still they're really lacking on the wings, which is why I think that they go the direction with Harrison Barnes. They, their collection of shooting guards and small forwards last year had to be the worst in the league with Anthony Parker and Omri Caspi and Alonzo G. Uh, just not a lot of scoring, not a lot of athletic ability outside of G. Uh, it really, really lacking, and they really need a lot of help there, which is why ultimately I think they'll go with Barnes. The 6'8 forward from North Carolina who hails from Ames, Iowa. Harrison Barnes going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jason Lloyd from the Akron Beacon Journal. Great job, and thank you for helping us mock the 2012 NBA draft. Thanks, Tim. So we're now four picks through our 2012 NBA mock draft coming up to tomorrow. We'll find out where the Sacramento Kings are going to go. Anthony Davis of Kentucky to New Orleans. Thomas Robinson going from Kansas to the Charlotte Bobcats. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, uh, the fine player from Kentucky, goes to the Washington Wizards. And the Cleveland Cavaliers have taken Harrison Barnes from North Carolina. So he is off the board now. Still on the board in our NBA draft. Names like Andre Drummond, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jeremy Land, Terrence Ross, Perry Jones, all awaiting their name to be called. And we'll go to Sacramento next to find out how the Kings will select. I, Tim Roy, we continue to mock the 2012 NBA draft here on Warriors.com.